Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and thank you as always for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride. We are broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios. Joining me as always, Safari Mike. Mike, you're in studio again. I mean, yes. Are, are you officially off the road from now on? I mean, what? I don't know about from now on, but for the time being. For the time being. You also yeah. have to fix Skype. That's true. The last couple of times we were on Skype and I was out on the road, it didn't sound all that great. No, but you were in some pretty remote areas. It's true. We're lucky we had any connection whatsoever. It's I mean, true. The days of ham radio are behind us, thankfully. <laughs> um, so on this show, we are going to discuss. Well, here, I'll put it this way I am going to Disney World in the not too distant future. And I am bringing my 16-month-old mm-hmm. toddler, and I have never done that before. And so I am going to ask my resident toddler expert who's done Disney World oh. with two toddlers, sure, Safari Mike, uh, what is the best thing to do and what I could expect to, to uh, come across um, as we bring this toddler on his first trip? Mm-hmm to Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, before we do that, though, Mike, I just wanted to cover a couple of topics. Um, one thing you mentioned, and of course, it's a, one of those little pieces of news that we promised that even though we're not doing news in every episode, we were going to at least cover the big things, and we did have a big addition to the Animal Kingdom, certainly to the Animal Kingdom premium uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Arrangements. Um, we now have a new tour at uh, the Animal Kingdom. It looks like what basically what we have is it's called. I'm sorry. It's called the Savor the Savannah Evening Safari Experience. It's kind of a strange name. It is. Ahead. It's basically um, an evening tour of the Harambe Reserve. It doesn't appear to be quite as. Um, Quite as uh, extensive, extensive as the Wild Africa Trek. Right, the Wild Africa Trek. If my memory, because I did the Wild Africa Trek, that must have been about three and a half, four hours. Right. This is two. This is two. Right. Um, it doesn't appear that there's much on foot. I doesn't. I. I would. I seem to think that there's nothing on. Foot. Nothing on foot. Right. So, so it's my understanding. right. So it feels a little bit more like. Um, the Sunset Safaris yes. or so, something yes. like that. And then in the same spot where you had uh, food served to you on the Wild Africa Trek, the, the Boma out right. in the, the big, Savannah. Yeah, the big Savannah that right. you first see, yeah. The You're now going to have that. Uh, I'll just quickly read you the official um, Disney description. Uh, safari begins with a journey 
into uh, deep into the heart of the Harambe Wildlife Reserve. As the evening awakens, you'll find yourself within one of the most secluded and breathtaking private viewing areas the Savannah has to offer. Uh, listen along with your guide to tales of unique residents of who inhabit the reserve. Don't hesitate to ask questions. Um, then we're going to have uh, Savoring the Savannah Scenery. You're invited to indulge in a sampling of African-inspired tapas uh, paired with an inclus- all-inclusive selection of regional beer and wine offerings. So all of that is part of it. Um, and it is $169. Right. It's an all-inclusive beer and wine, which is different than the Wild Africa Trek. The Wild Africa yep. Trek, you get jungle juice, essentially, as well as like a little... A little jar of like snack foods, which is very good, by the way. This seems a little bit more food and certainly more beverage oriented. It does, and that um, that definitely uh, keeps the value of it from being too ridiculous. Right. I mean, a two-hour tour, a two-hour semi-private experience on the Savannah is going to be in itself probably seventy five dollars right. if you just did that. Right. If if it was you, you bought a premium, like let's say hour tour of the savannah it's probably gonna cost you like 75 bucks so you're paying a hundred dollars for food beer and wine included and to be in this very secluded spot but the um, food it, they do specifically say tapas so it's not like a nice spread you're not it's getting not, right it's not right you know fantastic uh so, meal so don't get me wrong i don't think this is a great value right. by any means but it does seem to be um you know boarding unreasonable take 20 dollars off that price and it probably is almost reasonable um it's interesting, and it's offered. Um, I don't know if you said this already. Four thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty, and it starts June twenty-sixth. And yeah. there's no dates currently after Labor Day. Four thirty is certainly not the evening. No, no, in so, Florida. So, well, none of those really are t- during the summer hours. Right, right. Maybe seven thirty gets a little darker, right. but all the rest of them, it's going to be light out. And I, I can only assume the trucks that you're going to be on are going to move off the path to get out of the way of the. I'm, right. I'm assuming the trucks will probably be the same ones that use in the Wild, Wild Africa Trek, which is like yeah. bench seating all the way around. Right, right. That probably seats about 15 or so. It's a little bit smaller than your average. You'll have more time right. on there. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Does and they stop in the Wild Africa Trek at certain spots. I'm sure they do that here so you can get up, take some photos right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it doesn't look all of the, it doesn't. It's not something I'm going to jump to. I mean, the Wild Africa Trek, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this is great. This mm. is going to be great. Then I saw the price, and that kept me from ever doing it. That's great, though. But, but, yes. it, but this doesn't look as impressive. Um, no. I'm also hearing very mixed reviews about the whole evening safari experience. I think... Um, yeah, but this is not really the evening safari experience again, because exactly. the animals are still... It's still light. They're calling it that, though. Yeah, I guess. But, I yeah. mean, maybe by then they have reduced the number of animals out there. I'm not sure. Yeah. We've had mixed reviews on a uh, few things in the evening at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. But we're going to hold that to our next show because be between now and then I can give you my full review of all that. <laughs> um, and the other thing I wanted to mention, Mike, before we get into our main topic is, uh, and oh, man, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many tweets or yeah, I know. messages or, or, or um, you know, things like that that I got regarding this now incredibly famous incident at the Cincinnati Zoo involving a young boy. Um, he must have been four or five. Maybe? Four or five. Yeah, I'm small. sure I knew. I'm sure I knew at one point exactly how old he was, but he didn't seem much older than that. Yeah. Um, who managed to get his way into the gorilla exhibit at the Cincinnati Zoo mm-hmm. um, was then um, handled yes. <laughs> by a silverback uh, male gorilla. 
Named? Named Harambe. Yes. And obviously, due to the fact that we've talked (laughs) extensively about zoos, uh, especially in our last show, um, you know, and obviously the name Harambe and our love for the animal and incredible, you know, this is an endangered species for sure. Um, Cincinnati Zoo is part of the species survival plan for this this particular species of gorilla. Um, They had to put the animal down um, (laughs) with a shot with the child there. well, it's a it's a it's a difficult call. The first thing I want to say before I before we talk sure. kind of in the minutia on it, um, whether or not the child could get into the enclosure, and whether or not the parents of the child are responsible, has absolutely nothing to do with the decision that the zookeepers needed to make at that moment to put the animal down. Sure, um, uh, I I understand all of those feelings on that on those on those topics. I understand all the questions for that, um, but that is not a reason why this animal should have been kept alive. Um, the decision had to be made at that moment for the safety of the boy. Now. As far as the the other thing I want to mention is, if you have only seen a few snapshots of this, mm-hmm. if you have only seen a few pictures of maybe the 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 the, uh-huh. the gorilla holding the child nicely or holding its hand, which is a lot of things that we've seen sure. circle around on the internet, right. you have not seen the whole thing you need to go if you're going to make a judgment now you may have no judgment you may just feel that the experts know better than you which is exactly how i feel on this to be to be honest with you the experts may or not they had to put the gorilla down that is not my decision and i'm not gonna i'm not even going to question it because i wasn't there i have a comment on it but you can because you know more than me right but i don't I, I don't know anything about it, yeah, go ahead, go you know. Ahead. So my, dis- my I I don't criticize them because I know that to do that for those zookeepers is an incredibly difficult decision, sure. and I know it wasn't made, <laughs> you know, out of ignorance. Um, so, but if you have, if you've only seen a few snapshots, you, you need to see the whole thing, absolutely, and then make your decision on because what you see. That gorilla seen. rough handles that boy at a, a couple yes. of points. He drags him through the water. It's at one very point. difficult to watch. Yes, it's very it's, difficult to watch. Um. I personally don't think the the keepers had any choice but to do what they did. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, that- um, you know, you know, people have asked about whether or not they could use tranquilizers. I mean, it just I mean, so people know tranquilizers don't put a gorilla down and f- in a snap of a, of a it finger. It takes some time. It's going to take like a you know at least probably a full like real minute or two before the gorilla even starts to get drowsy, and in that time you have shot the gorilla and it has probably become more enraged. Right. Um. So. Who they, knows what could they happen really, at that point? They really they had no choice but to do what they did. And um, and obviously, they have to make the decision fast. I mean, it's not like they could have a conference call and you no. know bring in experts. What do you think about no. the you know, uh, tranquilizer? You know, study how long it would actually take. They have to make the decision in a minute, in a second, and they have to and they have to do it right away. And the, I, I would imagine, Mike, that that. The first of all, I think a lot of people are are stunned for, and I don't know why, but a lot of people seem to be stunned to find that there is a guy who's a really good shot with a rifle oh, on every, call oh, every, every moment of the day, has that, right? Yes. So every, most people mo- probably multiple, yeah. Most people don't know that, and now they do. No, but and, yeah, and I would the- guess the decision process is based on can this boy be extracted without any contact with the animal? So if the if the if the boy was in a moat. Or in a safe place, and the animal was a distance away, then maybe they can dis- extract. But that's not possible here. I no, mean, it wasn't. You know, wasn't. he he took possession of this boy and never let go. He right. never even walked away from him. No, no. 
you know. Uh, and they were lucky they hit the gorilla, not the boy. That's the other thing that killed me about it. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I mean, I'm not gonna necessarily disparage the parents at this point in time. I mean, I don't know the whole story. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, that, that, that's. But I, I mean, there's there's an obvious blame to be put. Just so you're the listener is aware, Cincinnati Zoo is a high quality zoo. Right. That kid had to have climbed some sort of obstruction, and it was over bushes and down into a moat. And we're talking about a little kid. That doesn't happen because a parent is distracted for a second, you know, see something over here, and then turns around, the kid's gone. Right. right. I mean, this had to... I mean, the kid could not have been gone for 30 seconds. It had to have been minute upon... I mean, 5, 10, 15 minutes to get to where this kid needed to go to get to have what happened. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, I don't know the full story, though. I don't know what happened. I mean, I I don't know. But um, just... I do know that, though. And... And I, I, I don't blame the keepers at all. So we get into that sort of strange um, dance between, you know, to keep, to, to make the chance of getting into an animal enclosure zero. <laughs> I mean, then you basically have to put, you know. A steel cage. You have right. to put a steel cage, which right. nobody wants that either. Right. So, so yeah, I mean. I don't know what the answer was here. I mean, I don't know the and, and nobody does, right? Because we don't we don't see this enclosure, and I guess maybe there's somebody I haven't been in contact with anybody who's actually been to this exhibit, so to tell me how hard it would have been to get in there. Mm-hmm. But man, he looked so far. I mean, the drop. Yeah, I don't even know how he got down. I don't know how far, he got down. He must have, have fall, he must yeah. have fell. Yeah, it must have been a good twenty feet or so. Yeah, I mean, from the video anyway. Because there's no chance of the gorilla getting out. No. You have to get in. Right, right. They're designed so that the animals can't get out. I mean, it's 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 an incredibly unfortunate situation. And uh, I just wanted to mention it before we, uh, yep. because because we got so many con- so many questions about it. And and please, I just urge you if you if you formulated an opinion on this, and and I understand, I also understand there's a group of people out there who just do not want to see animals in captivity. We, that's not the debate for now, um, mm-hmm. not with this particular instance. I mean, maybe it is to some to, in some sort of abstract form, but. Um, you know, if you if you formulated an opinion on it that somebody's at fault, or the, you know that the animal should have been kept alive, um, go watch the whole video because it is brutal. I mean, there are some points there where uh, you know you're, you think the kid's going to die. The boy was lucky to have yeah. survived as long as he did because and relatively unscathed. There wasn't any too, too significant injuries, I think, for the boy. Now, Mike, I mean, my memory, if my memory serves, gorillas. I mean, it it wouldn't be out of character for a male gorilla to do that right to attack a human and that who has entered its territory like that i mean they'll defend their turf won't they they will i mean generally speaking oh they're not all that aggressive i'm not exactly sure why <clears throat> this gorilla got as aggressive as it did but it, it, i mean it's been known to happen um i mean you we've all seen like footage of diane fossey sitting amongst the gorillas right. and never getting laid you know other than just like a, holding hands or whatever right um, but yes male gorillas are territorial Something must have bothered him about that kid getting in the maybe because he's never seen a kid in, in the exhibit before. I don't know. I mean, it's probably it's a lot of screaming mind. going on. Sure. Yes. And that's the other thing. The people who are um, seeing, watching this are screaming and getting upset. Rightfully so. I mean, if you were, right. if you were a visitor there. But that doesn't help the situation. Right, no, not at all. And you're seeing, you know, a little four or five or six year old kid being dragged through the water by this gorilla. I mean, you're going to scream or, yeah. or something. Um yell whatever try to get help whatever right um so yeah that didn't help it at all 
yeah. So anyway, so that's the, that, that is obviously the story in the uh, in the animal <laughs> world uh, this week, and we just wanted to make a mention of it. So the countdown is on. I'm only I'm only a short time away from my trip. <laughs> my toddler. We tried this once before, and he was sick, and so was I for the whole thing. So it wasn't much of a trip. Right. I'm hoping that this one goes a little bit better than the last one. How many days are you actually planning on being at the animal kingdom? Well, the first problem is. It's going to be ridiculously hot. The second is problem, it really? yes. Okay. The second problem is it's going to be ridiculously crowded. So well, that's true. There's all, and we're not there because we just because we chose to be there. We're going there. My wife is going there for business reasons. I have an annual pass, so I'm going to bring the child over Wait, there. Right? Okay. So if it's unbearable, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> So, okay, but we are definitely planning on being there for the for the weekend that we're there. We're going to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, stay at Kidani Village. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will definitely be there. I'm going to go, um, you know, probably two or three times, but maybe only for a few hours at a time. Right? Well, you that know, makes sense. I mean, we're definitely going to do the evening reasonable. one one night, if not two. The what? The evening stuff. Oh, sure. Um, so, to see the new the new the new things. Um, you got to see the new Jungle Book show. You got to make sure you see that. I will. And then there's going to be. Um, I don't have. A, I'm going to have to see it from a non-seated area, though. Okay. Because I don't have a seat. Okay. Because you couldn't get them. Fast passes were gone. Yeah, but they still standby. Minutes. Well, yeah, I'll do that. But I'll just stand somewhere and watch it. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, I mean you can get a seat. I mean they're they're. Yeah, but I'm not going to stand for... by for 45. Here, here's our first tip for the yes. toddler. I'm not going to stand by in that heat for 45 minutes with him. It's just not going to happen. No, probably not. I'm going to try to get the best viewable spot I can get. Shortly before. Five minutes before the show starts. I mean, that's what you have to do, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't seen enough of it to tell you exactly where the best spot for that kind of thing is. I think as long as I Other get an idea bridge, of it. The bridge crossing between Dino Land and Everest would probably be the best spot, but I imagine many people think that. Sure. Is, that's, that's an obvious choice. Sure. So so um, let's, let's, let's talk some toddler okay. stuff here. Um, I, I personally think this is one of the better parks for toddlers. Because of the animal viewing and the, 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 there's so much you can do there without sure. having to wait online for stuff. Yes. There may not be the um, the dark rides and things like that that people associate the toddlers like, but I don't want to stand online for that either. So, I, I mean, what, okay. what, 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 what are some of the highlights? What, what do you think are some of the... Uh, well, okay, sure. I mean, one of the things you absolutely should do is um, see... Some of the music. Now I'm trying to think of things that oh, yeah. a toddler doesn't, um, you know, doesn't have to wait in line for. Doesn't have can have space to like kind of walk around without getting uh, trampled by thousands of people. Um, and one of those is Buruka Band, Tam Tam, and and Viva Gaia. Um, at least during the day when I've seen them, always set up and there's always like a you know open space in front of them for people to sort of like dance and stuff. And you always see little kids doing that too, right? So to sit there and 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 I know uh, uh, your son likes music. Oh yeah. Um, to sit there and watch, you know, Tam Tam or Viva Gaia or whatever, and just let him dance around and and in that space in front of the stage, I think is one of the easiest uh, right. choices here. And that's a lot of the reason why I want to do the nighttime stuff because there seems to be so much of that in the night. Right. The Again, hours. I'm not sure how exactly some of these things are set up, like the new carnival thing and Viva Gaia. I'm not sure how accessible it is for kids like with that space in right. front of the stage but right. you know you know the, but certainly during the day sure. that you know the the first few showings of sure. of the Burdika, we'll be there um with 
lost on Safari in hand, and well, right. I can't do the, too much of it. I have a toddler I have to that's worry right. about. So don't, don't want to let him get into the grillings. <laughs> no, God, that see, that's too soon, Mike. It's too soon. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. So we got that. Now I'm thinking ride wise. Uh, <clears throat> ride wise, the Safari um, for sure. Yeah, that's probably it. Nope. Right. Nope. Nope. Well, you got the you Triceratops got Triceratops spin. But I'm thinking, what about the train ride? The train that goes to Rafiki. Yep, there's, that's one as well. Because another good one is Rafiki, because you have the petting zoo. Oh yeah, where they're like actually that. you know the, the 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 kids are sort of caged in with them. They have that. Yeah, they can't escape. I mean, you can let them run wild, I and mean, you just sort of have to tail along with them. Um, and even <clears throat> Rafiki's itself inside that building is usually you know not too crowded. It's nice and air conditioned. Um, and you know the kids might like walking around there. He can get down there, yeah, right, out of his stroller around. and walk around. Yeah, right. Check out, you know, perhaps there's something going on with the vets or whatever. Although I don't know if he'd be. He doesn't care about that, that now. But it, you know, yeah, there's a little, plenty of space to walk around and all that kind of stuff and see some stuff. So and there's Rafiki's a lot of windows and things to go on. Yeah, yeah. Rafiki's is a, right. There's a lot of windows. Right. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think would be good. Um, and and like I was saying, the train ride out there, I think right. you would enjoy. Now um, the animal viewing areas. The you know the the trails Maharaja and Pangani obviously those are are good options but um, eh, they're not all that great. I was going to say what is the viewing like for a kid in a stroller? It's not great, right? Yeah, it's not great. I think probably Maharaja might be a little bit better than Pangani in my opinion. Right. It seems like a little bit more open, you know, a little bit more eye level. I mean, for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, the tigers you can probably see. Um, yeah, yeah. Even the bats you can go in there and right. You know, and the, although bats may be difficult for him to really appreciate, that figure out there. what it is unless it's moving. Yeah, right. unless they're flying. Um, but that open area at the end with all the prey animals and stuff, you might like that. The gorillas though would be good. Um, and it also just seems like it's easier in Maharaja to let the kid walk around without having to worry about again getting trampled by by people. By a lot and of people, he seems yeah. a little bit more closed in, right? To me, um, right. The better ones are actually, uh, and what I have on my list here, are some of the other trails. Like when the Tree of Life trails are open. Which they won't be. Um, well, the one behind won't be. And the, uh, the one up close to the Tree of Life, that's true, it won't be. Um, those are usually pretty quiet and very yeah. dead. And you can let your you know toddler roam around pretty much carefree. Right. Um, also, the path in the oasis that we talk about sometimes that cuts across cross path, the rope yeah. bridge. Yeah. Almost nobody is ever on there. Not, I mean, you can look at the birds and stuff, but at least it's a chance for him to walk around without really right. again, getting trampled like you would in some of the places. Like you really can't let your kid out of the stroll, like a 16 a, a month old. Right. Um, who's, you know, not paying attention to the people and are easily not seen by people walking around. Like the middle of Harambe or Harambe Market is like he's got to stay in his stroller, or, or I got to be hands on with him every at every moment. Right out front of Everest, you can't do that. I right. mean, there's always people milling about and stuff right. like that. So those are bad. But if you just want to find a spot, where the you, Gibbons over there are a great spot. He can see the Gibbons nicely. That's true. That's true. Um, another good one is the Cretaceous Trail. Um, oh yeah, you can let him walk around on that. Yeah. There. Plus, you have that space that has that giant dino that you can climb all over and right, stuff. Right. As long as Donald's not... Last time it was Donald. I think it's still Donald. There's a meet and greet there now. So as long as that's not going on. Right. Um, it's empty there. 
I mean, that's a great spot for a kid to just stroll, walk around. All you have to do is just keep an eye on him, and he, he, he right. won't get far. Um, boneyard. I mean, that's an obvious. Yeah. Now, I, I, I have a specific thing about the boneyard. Yeah, I was going to ask say. you more about the boneyard because um, now he's not a um, he's a climber. Yes, but he's 16 months old, so right. he's a faller. Right. I mean, how good is the boneyard for said the, thing? It's the, the boneyard. Um, the boneyard. The first part of it, um, with all the climbing ropes and slides and the vehicle and all that kind of stuff, generally is not great. I mean, that's really geared for more older kids, I think. Right. But if you take them over to the dig site, where you can walk around in that sand, you can like climb on the the little skeleton that's in there a little bit. Uh huh. That's much much better, I think, okay. for a toddler of uh, of his age. I mean, that's more of a perfect spot for him. Okay. And again, that's a spot where you could just let him crawl around. I mean, you're gonna have to clean up some of that fake sand out of his shoes right, and right. socks or whatever. That's fine. Um, at some point, but you could just sit there and let him go at it. I mean, that's what we did with our kids. We would just sit there and let them, you know, walk around that area, digging, you know, going through the sand, sure. and stuff like that. It's a very, it's a very good spot for for that. So, um, you know, the last one that I had on my list, okay, is. I always like the instrument section in Harambe. Oh, where, they, where the where the drums are. Where the drums are. Right. I mean, a lot of kids... Um, oh, he'll um, love that. Yeah. You, yeah. you could sit there for a while playing with it. Um, the only problem with that is, though, you are right on the path. So you have to... So you have to be a little bit more... You have to be alert. A little bit more alert. You have to be little, with him. You have yeah, to be behind him. a little bit more him. with him. But he'll have a lot of fun playing with that kind of stuff. And again, he can walk around on his own and, and all that kind of stuff. Now, about heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Animal Kingdom is um, famously, as you like to say, such a hot park. Right. Um, even though there's more shade in that park than everywhere else, it's a it's a miracle of uh, of uh, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a miracle of nature that it happens to be so hot. But apparently, Again, it is. It's because I mean, yes, it's shaded, <laughs> but the the trees and the vegetation keep the humidity in. Right. If it's going to be humid, it's going to feel more humid. It's going to be there. humid everywhere. But uh, it happens to be shady here as well. But anyway, so let's say it's hot. Right. Um, as far as and also you're outdoors a lot more. That's what I'm going to say. Right. It seems to be uh, a, you know much more outdoors. But correct me if I'm wrong. You're not in line as much. Well, everything I've talked about is true. Right. As much. I mean, at, at at the Magic Kingdom, if you're doing with a toddler, if you're trying to do the Fantasyland rides, which is most of your day there, there's those are all outdoor lines. It just must be sweat boxes right. in June. Right. You know, I mean, I've never done that. I mean, the reality of the situation, if it's like extremely brutally, terribly humid. It's going to be 90s and a 60% chance of thunderstorms every day. Right. The best place is really probably Epcot. Really? Well, everything's indoors. Well, yeah, all the, all the, all the, even the lines. You could spend two hours in the land pavilion alone without, in the air conditioning, without ever going outside. Right. (laughs) The same thing with the seas, especially for, uh, you know, your, your son. I mean, it's easy to get on that ride. It's a fairly you know, right. straightforward ride. And then you can walk around watching the fish and doing all that kind of stuff for a while. I mean, you can spend hours in these pavilions. Um, and even in World Showcase, I mean, you're going from one place to the other. But it's everything, once you get to the pavilion, is for the most part indoors, whether it's eating or shopping or even, you know, like the, the boat ride or the movies. Um, so Epcot is probably the best okay. for, um, for a really hot, 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 muggy day. And crowds too, because it handles crowds a lot better than most of the other parks. It's, it never seems quite as crowded. 
Um, even though it is. It just handles... It's much more bigger open. It just seems like it handles crowds better. In 92 and right. 60% chance of thunderstorms every day right. that we're there. Right. It's pretty pretty consistent. Magic Kingdom's tough. It gets so crowded and hot. And yeah. A lot of outdoor You know, we have, we have some fast passes and stuff booked for Magic Kingdom, and, I, and I, he's a toddler, so... I, I mean, I know, I know we're, we're going to go there at one point, but I'm not so sure how much we're going to go there. I really, really been thinking about this over the last couple of days right. that I may, you know, just bag that. Go maybe go once. Yeah, go once. Enjoy a couple of the must dos: pirates and haunted mansion or whatever. You yeah, have fast passes. For. Because you only have three, and if it's that crowded, I'm not going to be going online. He doesn't care. I mean, he's not. You know. He's not old enough to remember any of this yet. I mean, he remembers it, and he likes it, and he has a good time. But he's not old enough to say, why didn't we go on Peter Pan today, or that kind of stuff. Now, when you're at Animal Kingdom, most of the rides you can't go on. Right. No Everest. Right. No Kali. Yeah, it's all going to have to be Baby Swap or something like that if we want to do it. Yeah, you're gonna. Well, you're not going to be alone. There's going to be others there. I mean, because your wife will be at the conference or whatever. Right. um, Yeah, I guess you could do Baby Swap for some of that stuff, but... I mean, a lot of the rides are unavailable to him, right? At the animal right, kingdom, right, right, right. Um, and some of the show, like uh, Tree of Life, I don't think I would take him in the the bug. It's a bug's life. No, but, he's not going to sit there for that. But Flights of Wonder might not be bad. Yeah, I have a feeling he might not sit there for that either, though. You don't think he'd like the birds flying around? Maybe at first. If you do go, I would sit. If when you're looking at it, towards the right. Because that's where the crane flies over your head. Right. Assuming they still do it the same way since they built the roof. I'm assuming that. Yeah. I know the show's essentially the same, but I don't know if they've it's still logistically changed things around. It may be. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> you think you would like Festival of the Lion King? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that's 100, 100% action all the time. Right. And you can I mean, as soon as it begins... Wait. Yeah. It's almost ready to go. As soon as it begins, there's music, there's dance, and there's sure. stuff he'll look at. He may scooch around a little bit for it, right. you know, but I don't think you. I think that would be more. There's a better chance there than a Flights of Wonder because there's long moments of Flights of Wonder just talking. Right. Finding Nemo? That's a big theater. But it is indoors. It's indoors. You could sit. There's a bench. You can sort I could of... try it. I could try it. Right. I mean, there's no fast pass needed for that anymore, right? No, no, I would say not. I mean, I know it's very crowded where you are right now. Yeah. I mean, where you... I don't know. That's a, this is a new thing for me. I've never done it in this kind of crowd. So I don't know what we're in for. As, I mean, oh, hi. Like eight to nine? Yes. The, okay. Yeah. Right. Hi. So uh, it'll be... Yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> Food-wise, for kids. Right. Tusker House, but you're not, you're not doing any kind of sit-downs, no. right? I mean, I wouldn't bother. Obviously, Tiffins forget, but I mean, I wouldn't bother with like Yak and Yeti necessarily. I mean, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. And any, any well, I think we have. Food. I think I actually have a Yak and Yeti reservation for. We're gonna, you know, the the last day that we're there, um, and that that'll be one of the nights we stay at Katani Village. Um, we don't. Our flight doesn't leave until late, like nine mm-hmm. o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna be in a park, pretty much. That whole day, regardless of weather, temperature, I mean, we got nothing, nowhere else to go. Right. So we're going to be in a park until, you know, 5 o'clock anyway. So I did make a Yak and Yeti reservation for lunch because I thought getting in somewhere, sitting down and eating for an hour would be helpful for everybody involved. I mean, just... If you're going to do a counter service, out of all the counter services, if we're talking toddler and heat, Restaurantosaurus is probably the best bet. I mean, yeah, I know, I know the food's not the greatest uh, compared to, like, maybe Harambe Market. But it's inside and it's, right. yeah... Right. Yeah. I mean, Flame Tree is not so bad because it's 
you know, by the water, you can maybe right. get a little cooler. But still, everything else is outdoors. Right. Counter service wise. I have a feeling I'm going to be spending a lot of time at the hotel. Well, that's the other thing you could do. If you're at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you could just hop on over there and eat at the Mara or whatever. Yeah. I, th- I think that's going to be a big. In the pool. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Anything else we missed? I don't think so. All right. Good. Well, then uh, I will. When I come back on our next show. Mm-hmm. You'll get a full trip report of how my toddler did and, of course, how the uh, evening went for the new Animal Kingdom uh, offerings. Um, if you would like to reach us on Twitter, I am at Radio Harambe. I can use a few extra followers, although I don't know why you would follow me because I rarely ever post anything. And uh, although I, I have since learned that every time I check a beer in at Untapped, it ends up as a post on Twitter, which I didn't know. Well, you could stop that if you want. No, it's fine. Keeps me posting something. Um, and then Mike is at Jumbo Everyone. You can also find us at jumboeveryone.com and find all the links to our social media there. Um, I also want to thank folks for uh, giving us reviews on iTunes. We've had a few of those recently. Oh, really? Uh, yep. And we've asked for those. And uh, please, if you haven't done that, do so. It kind of good. It kind of sure. It kind of helps to get the. Uh, it kind of helps to get the word out. For some reason, it helps to sort of for people to discover the show. The more reviews you get, and we do have quite a few now, um, the the higher you go up in sort of the search engines. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, to help us get get our show into uh, into the iPods and headphones of more people, please go and leave us a review there, five star rating, if you will. Um, so for. Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride, Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Now, who do you